Hey guys, my name's Jill and I live in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and this is my journey. I'm going to call it my journey podcast. We're going to cover everything from interior design to general contracting to staging tips to my own personal journey. And I hope it inspires you. It gives you tips and ideas and I will be bringing guests on and we're going to make it a really interactive podcast. I hope that you get some motivation from it, get a laugh and enjoy it. And my goal in life is to really, if I can make a difference in one person's life from my life experiences, then I've done a great job. I am an interior designer. I'm a stager. I'm a general contractor. I'm everything when it comes to design. I love it all. And some people might ask, how did it start? Was it thought out? Were you ready? I'm an entrepreneur. No, I didn't think it. I didn't have all my I's dotted and T's crossed. I went for it. I just couldn't not go anymore. I couldn't stay stuck anymore. I couldn't do it. And there's this lovely thing called the universe that every time I tried to go back and get a corporate job or a corporate contract, it didn't fulfill me anymore or it didn't work out. And let me be really honest, I've been very lucky and I've worked really hard in my career, but my corporate success was very thought out, was very methodical. And I could see success in it. I could see a new position. I could see a new company. I could see a new pay rise. I could achieve all of those things through exceptionally hard work and really amazing people who gave me a chance and gave me an opportunity. But there came a point several years ago that that chapter of my life closed and I wasn't sure that I was ready to let it go. I was terrified. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but I knew I had to do it. Was I prepared? Of course not. With me being creative, I wasn't a person who would think out a business plan and have X amount of dollars saved in the bank. I just wasn't that person. I'm not that person. I just went for it. I put an ad on Kijiji for staging, literally how it happened. I said, I'm a phenomenal stager because I'd been doing design and that was a side hustle for a very long time and a passion of mine. The women in my family, my mother, my grandmother, beyond talented, uh, beyond, oh my goodness, creative. It came to me organically because I grew up around it. And my parents, I love them desperately, but they wanted me to be a teacher, to be a professional, to have that steady paycheck, to have the pension. Now, to this day, they still bring it up. And I love them to death, but guys, it's not going to happen. <laughs> but in saying that, I put the ad on Kijiji, and the top uh, real estate agent in Durham region reached out to me and interviewed me, and she hired me on the spot. I staged like a crazy woman. I was doing design. I was doing everything. I was decluttering. I was doing it all. And then I started, my name started getting a little bit more recognized in Toronto uh, due to a really top agent in Toronto. He gave me a chance and I am so appreciative to him. He is still a client of mine today. He's outstanding. And he gave me a chance. 
And then I just kept networking and reaching out and trying to grow my brand, grow my business. And no, did I hear it constantly? Did I get rejection? All the time. Did I fail? Of course. Life is never meant to be easy, but it truly is how you define yourself when you fail. Because you will fail. You will wonder, how am I going to eat this month? How am I going to pay the bills this month? How am I going to buy dog food? How, and that's in my case, because I have animals (laughs) and I have dogs. And the thoughts go through your head. How am I going to do this? And I would go back and I'd be like, okay, maybe I'll take a corporate job and that, that will be easier. I did a contract for a large tech company and I thought I was going to die. I literally thought I was going to die. Because I was working all day and then I started regressing. I started going back and I started staging at nights and designing at nights and reaching out to everybody at nights and doing all my follow-up at night. And I thought, I was in a hotel room. I was there for a large business meeting and I sat in the hotel room in Pittsburgh and I was sobbing and I thought, I will never, ever do this again. And it was almost a test Jill, are you really sure you want this? In that moment, I was asked to take on a higher role in the organization. I said no. I finally resigned. And I finally realized that this fear that I was feeling of wanting the security of a biweekly paycheck was gone. I had to let that go because even though I got a biweekly paycheck, I was dispensable at any given point in time. Even at a director level, even at a VP level, I was still dispensable. And I knew from a conversation I had with my best friend in the whole wide world uh, who passed a year ago, almost to the day, and I remember talking to her And we would have long, long conversations, constant conversations. And she said, why do you want to make someone else rich? Why do you want to do it for someone else? Why don't you believe enough in yourself to do it for yourself? I remember sitting back on a a rooftop balcony, which was beautiful. It overlooked the city from the West End. And I kind of, that, that conversation stayed with me. And it's, and scroll forward years, years, years ahead, that conversation played again. And it wasn't that I wanted to make myself rich. It was, why do I want to build something? Because I know I can build things. I've done it before for large organizations successfully. Why do I want to build something for someone else? Why am I so afraid to build something for myself? I know there's lots of people that may listen and I hope you listen and I hope there's entrepreneurs that are listening or people that are questioning, should I go for it? And there's so many motivational speakers out there and they'll say, yes, you have to go for it because do you want to live a life half lived? And that is true. Do you want to live a life half lived? Do you want to live a life unknowing what your potential is? 
Do you want to go to bed every night wishing for the weekend, hating Mondays, hating the commute, hating all of these things where inside of all of us is a dream of what we really want in life? Maybe it's to be a painter. Maybe it's to do sculpture. Maybe it's to do dance. I don't, I don't know what that is for you. I really don't know. But you have to be real with yourself. How am I going to make money out of what I love to do? And is what I love to do, am I good at it? Am I really, really good at it? And you have to really, this is the most important thing. You have to really look at yourself in the mirror and go, am I really good at it? Like, listen, I think I'm a phenomenal singer with the windows up in the car where no one can hear me. And I am not a singer that should ever go on stage, nor am I really a singer where the window should be rolled down and people should be paying me to sing. But I am a fantastic singer to Justin Bieber with the windows up and the doors locked and I can enjoy it and find great joy from doing that. But I knew, and this is not arrogant of me, but I knew that I was really good at designing. I knew I was really good at listening to what people wanted. I also knew I was really good at when someone's selling their home. It can be so emotional. I've sold homes. It can be so emotional. You could be going through a separation, a divorce, a death. It could be your parents' home, your grandparents' home. And the last thing you want is someone to come in and go, all of this stuff needs to go and it's garbage and it's meaningless. I'm really big at being authentic and wanting to get to know the homeowners and wanting them to feel comfortable with the process that I'm real, I'm, I will never insult your home because it's your home. It's so personal and it's literally a privilege every time I get to walk in the door and see parts of yourself and parts of how you grew up. Or if, and I've done it many times when sadly you're going in and it's a separation or a divorce and it's really hard. And you want them to make the most amount of money so they can part ways and move on with life and go in a new direction. And you have to approach it very carefully and with a lot of respect and love. And it sounds crazy. And yes, there's stagers and designers out there that really just go in, do their job, and that's it. But I can tell you that's why my staging clients become referrals, became my design clients, then became my clients that wanted me to build their home. I think it grows very organically from that because I always had, and I hope all of my clients can say that, I always walked in with respect. With respect of why they were moving on to another place. Maybe they're moving on because they're getting a bigger place or they were growing their family or they'd just gotten married. Then it's so exciting, but still you're maybe selling the bachelor pad or the bachelorette pad or whatever. There's always memories tied. And I remember thinking that every time I would go in to do staging or decluttering, I remember someone asking me why I loved it so much. Why do you love it so much? It's a lot of work. Like you're moving and lifting and doing a lot of things. And you made a lot more in corporate and all of that. And I said, because I get to go inside people's homes and I get to know them. And I get to see them on that day that their space or their home is transformed. And I can say nine times out of 10, it's wow. 
I never knew my space could look like that. Wow. Wow. I'm so excited to sell it. And you just see that they could see the transformation because I had walked them through it and why we were doing it, why we, why we were depersonalizing their home. And I'm really big on that. So that's why I will never, ever stop staging because I love it that much. I truly, truly love it. It is a gift. Every time I get a staging opportunity, I absolutely love it. The designing flowed very naturally from the staging and the general contracting really flowed from several things. I had done my own homes and I knew I didn't need a general contractor. I knew I understood the process. And the guys that I work with are guys that have been with me for years. And several years ago, I started general contracting. I started doing my own homes. Clients would come and see that my own home and then they would want to hire me. They'd ask who, who did this? And I would say, I did it. Uh, there are not enough females um, in the trades. There's not enough female general contractors. And I'm proud to be one of them. And I'm excellent at what I do. I care an awful lot about the guys I work with. And I say guys because I don't have any females on my crew. So if any female uh, females are in the trades that are listening to this, please reach out to me. I would love to work with you. I would love to see your work. But we're a family. And each project we work on, we are a family when we approach issues. We are a family when we get done and cross that finish line. And they are people I trust. And being a general contractor has been my greatest achievement because people trust me to build additions, to remodel their kitchens, their bathrooms, and trust that I know how to do it. And I do. And I'm very good because I take my time. I communicate. I ask questions of the client, of my team, and we learn. And also one of the most important things, because in renovation, it can be very stressful. It can also be really expensive. It is really expensive. And I tell clients that I spend their money like it's my own. I'm respectful of that because I'm not typically asking for $100. It's $1,000, $10,000, It's a lot of money. And I want to be respectful of that and for my clients to understand that. And issues come up in projects all the time. And it's always my job to be honest and be direct with my clients about what's happened. But also, this is how I plan on fixing it. This is how we're going to resolve it. And I think that is very important. There's no skirting around things in life. I have found the older I get, the more you have to deal with things head on, with integrity, with honesty, and with vulnerability. If you made a mistake, own it. It's okay. We all make mistakes. My goodness, I'm still making tons of them every day, every day. I try to be better every day. The one thing my father said to me many, many years ago, he said, Jilly, You've got to find something that you love and then figure out a way to make money at it. And if someone would have said to me 
15 years ago, this is what I would be doing today. I would have said, you are crazy. I'm going to be a CEO of a large company. That was my dream. That's what I'm going to do. And now I can say I'm CEO of my own company. I'm building my own empire. I want to do so much good with my company. I want to help people outside of success and all of that. My goal is to genuinely help people. My goal is one person listening today has the courage to go, I'm going to go for it because I am literally no different than anyone else. Do I doubt myself? There are days, weeks, all I'm doing is doubting myself that week, but I still show up. That's the difference. I don't sit on the couch and continue to doubt myself. I get up and I show up, even if I'm scared. And there are days I'm, you're really scared. But I show up and that is what the difference is, guys is that you've got to be able to show up. You can't have your dreams in your head and be afraid to put them out there. You can't spend all night meditating and asking the universe for all of these great things, which I am very big on, very big on. But you can't have all, ask all of those things, do all those wonderful things, and then not act on it. Because you're manifesting all this stuff, but you're not actually putting it out. It's there for you to take and for you to create, but you're not actually going for it. It's those that are willing to risk and those that are willing to fail big time. Are th- those are the ones I truly believe that will succeed massively. And listen, it does not come easy. I am not sitting here as a multimillionaire <laughs> doing this podcast. That has not happened. Not yet. But... I am a woman who gets up every day and gives it my all every single day. And there have been really dark days when I thought it is easier to go back to bed and not try. But there was something in me every day that pushed me to get up and try. Even if it was send out one prospecting email, even when I thought I can't see another no, I can't. But I knew that if I didn't try, it wasn't going to happen. And I would be trying to get another corporate job and I would feel dead inside again. And no, listen, if your joy is working in a corporation and that brings you joy, that is amazing. That is amazing. Be awesome at it. Be great at it. Enjoy it. Be grateful for that. I think that's amazing if you had it. If you have that, pardon me. But I knew for me personally, it was not there for me. I knew I needed to do something radically different. A conversation that I've had with several people very close to me is I never felt I fit in. I never felt I fit in anywhere. In my family, with friends, in social settings, I just thought, why don't I fit in? It wasn't that I didn't have friends or that I wasn't loved by my family or I sat in a corner at a social event. That was not it. It was that I just didn't fit in. The conversations I wanted to have were not at the same level as the people 
that were just chatting. I wanted to have a really deep conversation about your, your dreams, your goals, if you're going for your business, what your job was, if you loved it, if you had kids, how were you a successful parent? What do you do on the bad days? How were you successfully married? Or how did you handle that breakup or that divorce? I really wanted to get to know the person. And I'm like, why don't I fit in? It wasn't that I didn't do well in those social settings or they overwhelmed me. It's that there was this oh, this nagging inside that it was like I couldn't explain I don't fit in and someone very very close to me said it's because your dreams are really big and you don't want to share them because you're afraid that it will make them feel uncomfortable and I sat with that for a while I thought you're crazy that is not it And then I started watching what I talked about when I was in certain family situations, what I I did in certain social situations, and what I talked about. And it actually wasn't the people around me. It was me. Because I wasn't talking about my own dreams. I wasn't talking about my own successes and failures. I was playing small because I thought, well, that's kind of what I need to do because I don't want anyone to think I'm... Like I'm some big deal because I'm not. I'm just like everybody else. But I just had dreams that were, that were stirring inside of me that made me feel uncomfortable. Because I thought, who am I to say I want to be a general contractor and build homes? And I want to build a decor line with HomeSense. So HomeSense, if you're listening, I've reached out. I'm going to keep calling till you give me that decor line. Because I know it'll increase profits and I'm a woman on a mission, but I had those dreams and I'm sitting at these parties or I'm sitting with my family and I'm not sharing those dreams. I'm not being authentic. I'm like, oh yeah, the dogs are good. Oh yeah, everything's fine. And I wasn't sharing who I authentically was. So I wasn't fitting in and I was trying to fit into little boxes when I was in social settings instead of going, yeah, I'm going for my dreams. How about you? What are you doing? How can I learn from you? I wasn't actually being vulnerable. It's very fascinating when you sit with things. And my father is an entrepreneur. He's been an entrepreneur for over 40 years. He's had his own business. He's amazing. He's the most charming guy you'll ever meet. He is amazing at what he does. I love him to pieces. And my mom is the most creative human being on this planet. Like, if you want to go to a winter wonderland, my mother creates that every holiday season. It is breathtaking. And I hope to one day be able to do a tree as beautifully as she can do. It is her mind and her creativity will blow your socks off. And she has always been that way. And I think I have these two amazing humans that raised me. And that I was trying to be something else because I was afraid that I would displease them. I, would, I was afraid that I would make people around me feel uncomfortable, that I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build a decor line at HomeSense. Just putting it out there again, HomeSense. <laughs> but I'm going to start a charity in my best friend's name who passed away of cancer a year ago. I'm going to do it. It's going to happen. 
And I was too afraid to actually put those things out there. So I was playing small because I thought that's what I needed to do in social settings, etc. Guys, so what I'm telling you is you've got to be authentic to yourself. You have to be true to who you are. You can't play small. Talk to people. Tell people what you want to do. No matter what it is. I want to be a phenomenal mom. I'm going to therapy to uncover some things about why I deal with situations the way I do. Whatever that is. I want to be a a great CEO or manager. I might be going to therapy to see how I can deal with conflict on my teams. It doesn't matter what what it is. I'm going to take a course. I'm going to learn a language. I'm going to read a book I wanted to to read. I'm going to hire Jill to rebuild my home. Awesome. Call me. But whatever that is, put it out there to people, human beings, share it. And the people that don't receive it well, or the people that put you down because of it, or feel uncomfortable because of it, I hate to say it, but those are people that you really have to go, okay, I can't share my life and my dreams with you until you're able to embrace it and be a cheerleader for those dreams. Because so often we conform to societal norms about what people think and we need to do this because this is what we were told or this is what our culture or our religion or our family or our friends think is best for us. And you have to realize you've been with yourself your entire life. You only know you. So you need to follow what's good for you. And if you start taking in that negativity or that judgment, I don't care if it's coming from your mother, your wife, your husband, whoever, your dog. I hope your dog's not doing it. My dogs love me unconditionally. (laughs) Most days, as long as there's food around. But whoever that is coming from, you have to cut that off because it will seep into you because your mind, your brain wants to stay with what's familiar. For most of us, change and all of that is very unfamiliar unless you have trained your brain that you love change. You love it. You roll with it. You thrive with it. My brain is not that way. My brain for a very long time was, we do not like change. Jill, no, change is bad. Change is scary. Change means things are going to happen and it's going to hurt. You can't do it. Because I was letting everyone else's thoughts, feelings, and judgment in. And so I cut it. I stopped it. I went, no more. I don't care if I fall on my face and I need to call you the next day and go, listen, I failed and I need a shoulder to cry on, but I needed at that moment, I had made my mind up that I was going to embrace change instead of fear it was when my life started to change. I kid you not. It is so powerful. There is a ton of great podcasts out there that talk about change and the brain. It is so important. Go and listen to them. I, my goodness, I'm the podcast. I can't even speak queen. I love podcasts. 
because I, I want to learn. I want to understand. I have such a hunger and a thirst to understand. And for me, walking around my house today and doing a podcast is my biggest dream come true. It's not going to be a perfect podcast, my first one. I don't think it'll ever be perfect because I'm not perfect and I'm okay with it. And I hope that's why people tune in so that they can see who I really am because I'm pretty fantastic. Another thing, guys, believe that you are fantastic. Believe it. Believe it. Look in the mirror and say, I love you. You're amazing. You've got this. You can do it. You have to say those things. It sounds crazy. I remember when someone said I had to start doing it and I was like, that sounds ridiculous. And I'd look in the mirror and I'd be like, oh Lord, uh, you could maybe hit the gym a little more, Jill. I don't, I'm, I'm not a gym person. It would be more yoga for me. You need to go to yoga more. You need to do a few more sit-ups or just being hard on myself. And that doesn't get you anywhere. When you feel good, you want to do more things that are good for you. So it's important to look in the mirror and love yourself. None of us are perfect. All of us have things we would love to fix. But you have to look in the mirror each day and go, I'm pretty awesome. I've got this today. No matter what happens today, I've got it. I've got it. One foot in front of the other, one step ahead. And the biggest thing, don't compare yourself to anyone else and don't look backwards. I learned this, oh goodness, 18 years ago. The rear view mirror is really small for a reason. Don't look backwards. I spent a lot of time looking backwards and I was told that 18 years ago. And I was looking backwards and looking backwards and I've realized where I am today. It's because I just look forward. I keep wanting to move forward, be better, be stronger, be healthier, listen to my body more, listen to the thoughts that are coming in my head. I actually jot them down as crazy as they sound. It might be a decor line at home sense. They say three times is a charm. Home sense, just putting it out there again. Um, But guys, I'm not even, I'm being really serious about that. I just wrote it down one day and it was funny because I was in home sense and there's a home sense I go to very frequently and I love the people there. The employees are amazing. They know me. (laughs) They're asking me what project I'm working on. Is it for myself? Is it for a client? And it's awesome walking in the best home sense. And I walked in and there was a lady that I know. She's a supervisor. And she said, why don't you have a line at HomeSense? I said, isn't that funny? I just wrote that down on a piece of paper in my car. And she said, that's so funny. You've got to reach out to them and do it. And I was walking around the store. I thought, that's just, she's just being really nice to me. That's crazy. I can't do that. And then I thought, well, why can't I do that? Why can't I do that? I've seen other people do it. I think they've done a great job. Why can't I do it? And that's now what I say to myself, why can't I do it? And, and the next question is, what am I going to do to make that a reality? What step am I going to take today to make that a reality? The step I took, Google is my friend. 
head office, talk to the lovely receptionist at the main switchboard. Who would I talk to about getting a decor line in at HomeSense? And she let me put you through to advertising. I thought, sure, let's try there. And so I do a weekly call into advertising. I haven't gotten a call back yet, but I'll do it this coming week and keep following up. And if it's not HomeSense, it'll be another company. And if it's not that company, it will be, I will be putting it out there myself. Hey, if you set your mind to it, that you're going to do it, you'll find a way to do it. I promise you that. I have not had an easy life or that my life was paved for me. It's not that. It's that my mom said one day to me, you're really, really resilient. I said, yep. Thank you. Thank you. And guys, so are you. I hope you enjoyed my very first podcast. I hope you found some humor in my quirkiness. And if you enjoy it, please share it. Have your friends listen. I would love it. Next podcast will be something along this line. And I will talk about another subject. I will get into my life journey as well. But thank you so much for tuning in. Have yourself an amazing evening. And uh, you know what, guys? Believe in yourself. You are more than enough.